This is the Word of God from the household of David Church. It is a message designed to raise men after God's own heart. Listen and be blessed. Hallelujah. And the Bible says, what shall it profit a man if he gains the old world and he loses his soul? That means your soul is bigger than the old world. But thank God that those of us that are in Christ, we cannot lose our souls because we have given our souls to Jesus. Is that wonderful? Hallelujah. So we believe that the salvation of our soul is superior to anything that is out there in the world. If this has settled down in you, every temptation of the things of the world will fall before you. So we bless God for his ability to deliver his people from anything. Now, there are two angles from which you can look at faith. And Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, or <laughs> that's not the original name, but that was the name that Nebuchadnezzar gave them. They, 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 they show something about the other side of faith that most Christians are not familiar with. And when you are not familiar with the other side of faith, your Christian life will fluctuate. It come down, it will go up, it will come down. Today you are happy, tomorrow you are sad, and then like that. So Daniel, Shadrach, Meshach, no, Shadrach, Meshach, Daniel was not there. When he wanted to throw them into fire, he faced his own uh, before and after. So those three guys, when the king said that, okay, kindle the fire the more, they said, Nebuchadnezzar. Now, hear this. This is very important. Say, we are not careful to answer you in this matter. That's another chapter three. Let this fact be known to you, king. Our God is able. That one, there's no question. But you know what? There is something higher. Even if it does not deliver, we are still not bowing. That is the other side that many Christians don't know. He can answer every prayer, perform every miracle. But what about if he does it? Our God, and this second aspect, or this second area, in these last days, you are to be familiar with that. Now, let me say this to everybody. It is not every time that the answers to our prayer will come speedily as we expect. No matter how great of a prayer warrior you are, no matter how many principles or the patterns of whatever you understand about prayer, uh, there are, you know, Apostle Paul went to meet God three times in 2 Corinthians chapter 12, and he said, I told, maybe it took a special time to fast and pray to ask that the thorn in the flesh that he had should be removed. And he said, God said to me, my grace is sufficient. What Paul wanted was that Lord remove this. And Lord said, no, I won't remove it. But you will make advance, you will advance in spite of the thorn in the flesh. He said, my grace is sufficient for you. And my power is made manifest in your weakness. I read the, the story of a lady a while ago, just a part of the story that somebody was sharing, who was so sick and she was spirit-filled. Till she died eventually. But the time that she was sick, she was interceding for the church service that she could not attend more than those who were in the church. And come and say, Jesus was showing Bob Jones this. The kind of ovation they gave him in heaven. See, sometimes we need to understand 
that the game does not end here. Are you with me? This is the reason why once, you know, there are too many Christians. If it appears as if they've asked you for something that is not there, then it affects them. It shows on them. They are depressed. They are demoralized. There is no space for that in Christianity. If Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego were thrown in the fire and they were burning, they would have continued singing to their deaths. Like many of the missionaries who have been fed to lions. But you see, people have been trained to always say, God of miracle. Yes, it is true. He performs miracles. We've seen too many of them in our lives. But when you get to a point, this is hard to say. Is it possible? Like God said to Paul King, don't marry. Can he say that to people? When you start praying for husbands, and he says, instead of giving your husband, my grace is sufficient. <laughs> you fight. You <laughs> know, Is that what you're going to say? My grace is sufficient. When you are, when it's about, I want to locate, and it says, no, stay. We, we just, I'm just saying that. These guys were not even born again. They were in Old Testament. We must get to that point. We must grow to that point. We must love him to that point that it has passed what we can get from the master. There's nothing wrong. He gives us all things richly to enjoy. He will keep blessing. But beyond the blessing, there is a commitment that we have to God that does not shake. Glory to God. Praise the Lord. And this is where we separate things that really matter from things that don't matter. To prosper is okay. But to fulfill God's plan on earth is better. Are you, are you with me? And that we give attention to the most important. We give little attention to the ones Oh, come and see some people how they confess, confess, believe in God for a car. And if they don't have the car on time, they are not happy. And I see this faith thing, say, I don't understand. I pray that I ask God for something. That's why the questions are coming up. John chapter 13, verse 35. John 13, 35. Are you hearing me this evening? You see, there are levels of spiritual growth. You cannot be a baby forever. There are those who wake, God, wake up in the morning and tell God, they dish out all the commands to God. As I go out, bless me, protect me, touch my mother, touch my father. But there are those who wake up and begin in tongues and ask the father that, Lord, what do you want me to do? That second one places the father more. There is also what the father wants. Are you giving him? Jesus said in John chapter 4, God is a spirit. Those who worship him must worship him in spirit. And he said, the father is seeking those who said, the father is seeking. So the father too is seeking for something. True worshippers in spirit and in truth. When Apostle was going to meet, have an encounter with Christ, and he fell and he became blind, what Jesus said to him, he said, go to that city, you shall be told what you shall do. When he got to that city straight, when he got here, Ananias was praying in the morning. I'm sure Ananias was not praying prayers of giving God what he wanted God to do. Oh, one of the best ways to pray is to release yourself to him. I wait on you. In the morning you are praying, Lord, what is it that you want me to do today? Hallelujah. See, this is, I've said this before, is the realm that the church gets to. And we don't need to cajole anybody about anything given. When people realize that what they are belongs to God in the first place. See, worship makes you lay down all and you don't complain. So 10% will never be your problem. You do hear that. 
Praise the Lord. All these arguments back and forth, they are from carnal minds. People are afraid of God who wants to take their money. So they are, should, should I give? I should, I give? I, if you love, you will give. For God so loved the world that they give. Nobody even talks to you about it. When your songs are like, my heart, my soul, it all belongs to you. Even my time. Are you with me? You can't just go around and do whatever you want to do. Okay, I just want to walk premiership now. Your time. You know you have a Lord and he has a say. He tells you what to do. All of a sudden, you pass from the level of a revelation of a savior to revelation of Lord. Lord, the one whose command you follow, he tells you what to do and what not to do. Have you ever reached a point where you've even asked God how you should dress? See, these are the things that doctrines and religion are trying to force on people. On the contrary, they should teach people how to follow the Holy Spirit. The Spirit will give personal rules to everybody. Make no mistake about it. Among Christians, some things are allowed, some other Christians will be allowed to do some things. The Holy Spirit will tell you that you, you cannot. I get what I'm saying. It's not a concept of sin. It's about pattern that he has chosen for your life. So walk in an unusual spiritual authority. Hallelujah. There are things that others can do that I cannot do. And there's no thing about it that's a sin or not. It's just a personal thing. When Samson was born, they were, que- they were careful enough to ask the angel that appeared to him when he was about to be born. He started from Judges 13. They thought they said, what shall be the manner of life of this boy? That's a question that many people ask God. What, shall, what is the manner of my life? And he said, that, don't let him cut his head. Some other people prophesy in the Bible, demonstrate the power, but they cut their hair. But for Samson, you in particular... The Spirit of God is Lord. Jesus is Lord over the entire church, but he also deals with us as individuals. Can I hear me? Are you getting what I'm saying? Praise the Lord. Are you following me? I met a man before that God said that 30% of your heart, that's what you give, 30. He said, nobody told me, nobody, nobody. Not that I went to church and the pastor said, bring your money. No. He said, I, he came to me. I told the first one, somebody that said, develop, and the Lord told him, when you develop housing estates and you build 10 houses, they tend to what you must give it to a person who has no, a woman whose husband left with her and the kids. It's a law. God told her, told him. He said, edit God, they build houses for people. He said, any house will be, once you get to the 10th one, locate a widow that is left alone with children and give her the house. And the Lord told him, there is no recession that will affect your business. See, something going between you and God is important. You should know what goes between that another person. It's not what you discuss with any other person. Just that this is God. When I was in here, we had a few guys like that. They would tell you that I can't tell you. But if I tell you that this will happen, it will happen. It's beyond religion. Natural mind can't understand this. Are you following what I'm saying? Praise the Lord. Are you with me? Amen. Oh, glory to God. Hallelujah. You know, when we start functioning like this, we are going to see an uncommon demonstration of the power of God in our lives. The world out there are waiting to see the church rise and demonstrate the power of Jesus Christ. The Bible is not fiction. It's real. And we are the ones who will show the reality of it to the world around us. Glory to God. Are you following me? 
Praise the Lord. You know, I remember that when I was writing my project in UI, I went to see, our supervisor was one kind uh, professor like that that used to shake a woman. I mean, she could see anything in the class and she was, she was tough and everybody feared that, you know. One is I was going to put under her. All of what that they put under her, everybody was, they started, but I just said to her, I said, no, we belong to the master. God is above all. And the day I was going to see a colleague of mine just came and said that she's in one of her bad moods again. I can't imagine. So I just went to tell her that, estimate, sir, estimate, I'm under you. I said, get out of my office. And she was like that. And I turned back to say, let her not insult me also. But I just heard in my spirit that, no, your case is different. So I turned back and I went in. She wanted to start. She was ready. I said, excuse me. Hey, hey, you are ready. She didn't look up. But then she was going to look up. She saw, I was looking at, she put a picture frame on her wall of her family. And I was looking at it. I just, my heart just saw it by mistake. And she looked, I said, oh, you are looking at this. I said, this one is my firstborn. It's in UK. This one is my secondborn. That's my latest husband. I said, hey, are you here for your project? I said, yes. She gave me 85. She took a project done by master student. And she gave me, said, look, follow this example. And that was it. But I was going away like the other guy. So that I will not be insulted. <laughs> you know, because I didn't want anybody to shout at me. But the spirit, this is why we, we will look at the three cardinal uh, stuff of Christianity. What the Bible says in Corinthians chapter 3, verse, uh, chapter 13, verse 14, last verse. The grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, the love of God, and the fellowship of the Holy Spirit. There are three things on which Christianity is built upon. Everybody say the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, the love of God, and the fellowship of the Holy Spirit. Those three things are very important. But see, John, where I said we should read. By this shall all men know that you are my disciples if you love one another. How do they know that we are Christians? By speaking in tongues. Jesus said, this is how the whole world will know that you are my disciples. When you love one another. But you see, love gives. This is why you have to reach out to your neighbor. There is something about kind of man thinking about yourself. You have a need. Oh, one of the reasons why the devil allows things to happen to people to make them hardened up. See, if you feel a measure of pain in life, if people inflict pain on you, most likely you inflict pain on other people also. Have you seen that scenario? Man? See, people have never been able to understand why children who were there, when they were children, they were there watching the father pounding the mom and punching the mom. At times, some of these sons who will even rise to defend their mom will get married and start beating his own wife also. Have you noticed that mothers who were victimized when they were married, maybe the mother-in-law will come and make their life miserable, she becomes mother-in-law and starts doing the same thing to her daughter-in-law. Have you notice? Somebody from a grassroots, from the grassroots, somebody from an... After fighting, she wa- he wants to marry a girl from a very wealthy home. The family says, no, you are just a street guy. We can't let you. After so much fight, so much issues, marrying the girl. Now they both become rich. 30 years later, the same man cannot allow his daughter to marry somebody who is poor. The cycle continues. A student, the, the most common that you see is in secondary school. GSS 1, seniors will deal with you, slap you. You'll cry. You will feel bad. Only for you to become senior and you start. Kneel down there. <laughs> you know, my own secondary school, the body, the, the, the body now was terrible. 
Seniors were close. They were devil's associates. People will be beaten with bell that they will be carried sick home. A senior will enter there and say, just point to stand junior. You know, you, know, you know, young people feeling powerful. One senior lay down his bed. Three juniors overnight because there was no light. Using their uniform to fan him all night long. And he was sleeping. One of my friends, Pastor, today told me, he told me he, it was him, what he did. He said, he said, he said, he said, he said Pastor, I'll look back now and be warning that. What entered me? You know, I was saying yesterday, he will get up naked. One junior will take to well. He's to well. One will carry buckets. One will take toothpaste. One will take brush. Almost seven will be following to bedroom. So we'll get to bedroom and do like this. This one will bring brush. You know, have you seen coming to America? <laughs> and he said, he thought, you know, he thought, and that was what the senior was saying. He thought he was enjoying life. I don't know if any senior did this to you that they were asking to go and buy something that giving you money. And you must come back. We change. People being intoxicated with power. But he said they were in, when they were junior and they were innocent, you will feel for them when the senior was doing that to them. You would expect that getting to a they will have compassion that this is not right. But it's not so. Except God touches your heart. When you receive pain, you will share it. You also make it painful. You put pain, you inflict pain on other people. Hallelujah. <laughs> Praise the Lord. <laughs> so the Bible says, this is how, so <laughs> in love, there is giving. That means you look beyond yourself to your neighbor. When somebody asks Jesus, who is my neighbor? He told, that means every time there will be opportunities for you to do good, to help somebody. May God help us to recognize this opportunity. I know you can get to a point where, and I just want to show you one of the key ways of um, enjoying, I don't want to say divine presence is already fulfilled by the virtue of being in Christ. I want to say that one of the key ways of saying answers to your prayer, I, want to, I just want to show you something. It's a little message, but this is a big secret that you can all go with. Acts chapter 9. Let's read something from there. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Are you with me? Glory to God. Hallelujah. I've heard of a man who was dying on the sick day before. Look at someone else who was brought in and told the nurse that, please, pay his bill from my bill. When we learn to look away from ourselves, life begins to become beautiful. You might not be having a great day, Yet you are concerned enough to ask someone else that, sorry, you are not looking happy. What's the problem? That was what happened to Joseph. Someone that his brother sold, someone that his brother lied against, sold into slavery. Only for him to get there, one Mrs. Potiphar lied against him and they landed in prison. You would have um, allowed this, you, you, you would expect this kind of person to be demoralized forever. It was the same person that noticed that two prisoners were not happy. Oh God. Why? A spirit couldn't be crushed. You are born again. You have a spirit also that cannot be crushed. Stop bowing to every small thing. So you see what is happening. I'm not just happy, you know. You know, uh, after two months of asking me out, now he's asking me him. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Hallelujah. <laughs> Glory to God. Okay, sorry, chapter 10. Nights. Are, you, are you following me? You know, just see all the things that are making people. I'm just sad. Your boss says something, and they always say something. 
Hallelujah. This is how we practice superior faith. Sometimes you watch, you give, your money is dropping, 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 dropping. Yet you are excited. Greater is it that is in us. When you get to a point, the only thing that can make you sad is your salvation. Which can be taken away if you are in Christ. Except to walk away. Are you following what I'm saying? So this is where your joy and your confidence should come from. Amen. Hallelujah. Oh, thank you, Lord Jesus. There was a certain man, you know, oh, Lord Jesus, help us. In this church, a few times I have seen, or let me use the general church around, somebody comes and you talk of, oh, this church I love, I'm getting blessed here. You talk of a powerful meeting that has blessed you. The following Sunday, somebody does something to annoy you and you're like, okay, I'm not coming again. Is that how low your conviction is? These are the things we need to hit to grow and become strong. Are you following me? Praise the Lord. What's your attitude like when you are corrected? Some will argue, some will not argue, but they withdraw after the correction. It's still the same thing. Are you following me? There was a certain man called Conanos, a centurion of the band called Italian. That means a soldier with 100 soldiers under him. A devout man, one that feared the Lord, which gave much arms to the people and prayed to God always. Verse 3. He saw in a vision an angel come. Look at what the angel said in verse 4. And when he looked on him, he was afraid. He said, what is it, Lord? He said, thy prayers and thy arms are come up for a memorial before God. Mm. Hallelujah. In Galatians 1 or 2, Paul was saying that when the apostles called him and released him, he said the only instruction they gave, he said, I should remember the poor. He said the very thing that I'm willing to do. I was listening to Benin one day, and he said, or if you go to America, you see all these guys. I see them a lot. That's why those who think that when they land in America, they will become very well. They should think twice. Anytime I'm in New York, you see people sleeping under the bridge, sleeping everywhere. And they carry a placard and show you, I'm homeless, help me. Now, many of them are drug addicts. And he said that he was thinking before also that if I give money, I'll go and use it to take drugs. He said, but Lord told him one day, that is none of your business. I have said you should help. So he was moving and he saw some other stand and said, come and get $50 each. Don't use it on drugs, but take. I'm doing it because Jesus said I should reach out to you. And I love Jesus also, whatever, take. Give the other one. Give them like that. And he said that was when the divorce case, the divorce case and everything was raging. And everything just got solved like that. I will take you through Isaiah, but not today. To let you know how God is so, the eyes of God are on the poor. You pass through a place, you see the homeless and the rest. You are asking God for something. But in most cases, he responds, when it comes to you needing help from God, he responds based on how low you are in life. There are those that you can still reach out to and you, something from you will help them. When you do, God will also command somebody who can help to help you. The angel said to Cornelius that your arms are your prayer. Now, I'm not trying to establish doctrine from this, but I'm saying this to everybody. Can you couple arms with your prayer every now and then? Don't let only prayer go up. Let prayer go up with arms. Are you with me? And how often do you pray? Every day. Can you get to a point where every day you reach out to somebody? It might be one naira. 
It might even be an act of kindness, not necessarily giving money every now and then. You can give a service. I'm, I'm saying this because I'm talking to you. One of the things I enjoy doing is to look at certain beggars. They will expect instinctively that you give them one fifteen or hundred naira, and at times I'll just give some of them two thousand. They watch you till you disappear. Because they will just think that normally this is people just pull out hundred naira, and I'll just be like, no, I'm not going to give hundred. This is what I'm going to do, and I'll do this. And at that moment, you don't ask questions. So how come you are begging? So everybody wants to give five hundred naira. They, they they question. We more than the question of somebody writing projects. So <laughs> the question the person inside that. So what I so what if I give up? No, that's not that's not. And there will be from time to time great opportunities. Now there are those who do generally reach out to, but see some also moments will come. It might be the time that you are rushing to a world premiership and somebody needs you to just stay for five minutes and help out. That five minutes will change something about your life. That was what the priest did not realize when he saw the wounded guy. He was going to the temple and he left the guy wounded and he passed. But a Samaritan was passing and he came down. He said, I need to reach out. It's painful that, yeah, they do their own. Many of them announce. Christians don't need to announce. But many times, some of the guys that we call atheists and some of these people, especially in the, in the, in the, in, in, uh, in the uh, Western world, who don't know God, they are giving more to charity than Christians. Many of them have cancer dying and they are giving so much money. Some of them have said, like Warren Buffett, the second maybe top richest man in the world, have said that it's entire money should be given out to charity when he has already given out the money without dying. What do these people know? That those of us who claim that heaven is our own body that we don't know, that we hold on to things. Love must begin to conquer our hearts. You've heard me say this before. Even in the same church, even here, everywhere, every church. I've been to many churches in Lagos. When I was in you, I used to come to church a lot. Even here, service ends. And so you see some of us alone in our car, and you drive. As we are pulling out of the church compound, there are 100 people, 50 people standing by the looking for cars, and you pass by them in your Jeep with your belt, with dumb way. I want to be where you are. Inside the car, dwelling in your, and you pass by them, and it's raining, and you just go. Where are you going to? I'm rushing to office. This rush, rush of Lagos. Somebody will tell you that, yeah, I've carried somebody like that before, and they stole my phone. And so what? That shouldn't stop. <laughs> I'm sure you've not carried anybody before at your age. Amen. <laughs> so it's amazing. And so what? Should we stop doing good because of one person? Oh, I let somebody stay in my house. The way the person told. And so what? See, many people have lived with me and many people are still living with me. Among people that have lived, people have done things. But it won't change my heart. And thank God for my forever people will live with us. It won't change my heart. It doesn't mean anything. Some of the people have lived with I've had one or two who left Four or five years have come and go. They've not even looked back to see anything. But I, I didn't do it for them. And you must keep reaching out to people. Yes. When we give, we don't put strings. So we're pulling the person and we're controlling the person. In the church, when we fulfill this scripture and we genuinely love one another, the world cannot have real love. They cannot have acts of charity. 
Because love is not a thing. Love is God. God is love. Hallelujah. And to walk in love, you have to dwell in God. So people can do a lot of other stuff. That was why Paul was separating it. When he wrote 1 Corinthians 13, uh, when he wrote 1 Corinthians 13, he said, do I give all my goods and I have no child? So that means somebody, this is what defeats all the philanthropists across the world. You can give out your goods, give out things, but that does not, it's not equal to you, you have love. Paul said so. He said, even if I give my body to be burnt, oh, I wish people would know this. The world celebrate those who announce what they give and everything. But you see, you can do it without love. But saints have the power to do it with love. And we must. Hallelujah. What takes the greater part of your prayer? For yourself or for other people? This is it. Hallelujah. You know, there are those who come to church early on Sunday and they are praying for others to receive. Pray for something to happen to others. One on the healing line, one in Christ's embassy, the first person that got in was a man that did something. I mean, Pastor Chris said the anointing moved him that prayed for that man. The man got in instantly. He was sick on a chair. And he saw somebody more sick than himself being brought in. And he joined them to carry the person. Because the person was about falling. He left his seat with the pain and just managed to carry. Said this kind of person. When people just take their eyes off themselves and try to reach out to other people, Honestly speaking, when the trumpet sounds, the only thing that gives you true joy is to look back and see how many lives you've helped to mold. Once it is over, when a man is on his deathbed or when we cross to the other side, all accumulation of all things don't make sense again. In fact, you, are, you start feeling guilty that why do I have so many sheds and there are so many shedless people around? Why do I have so many houses and there are many homeless people around? Before you see Jesus, you're already feeling bad about these things. That you left, you put them under you till the, your time expires on earth. And many people are praying, fasting, dying for things that you just put your leg over. And then you, you just don't see it. Are you getting what I'm saying? Are you getting what I'm saying? This is very important. Hallelujah. So I started with the fact that if it appears as if your prayers are not being, God will answer all prayers. He just that he does everything in his own time. Are you getting what I'm saying? So if that's what I mean, if it appears, it appears. Say, Lord, you set time. <laughs> this is 2018. We will talk to God. Almighty God, if by December this year I'm not married. <laughs> what, 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 what will you do? To start with, you can only successfully find somebody that you see. That's your number one problem. You have to die to see God. So, when you say what you will do, what, what, what will you do? Say, Lord, I'm going to backslide. Before you were born, God was God. When your time is up, God will still be God. You cannot intimidate God to get an answer. I saw a Christian talking one day, say, me and God will not be talking for a while. Does he feel it? <laughs> You are God, you are not talking. <laughs> you need him. There is someone that you cannot fight. You can't fight God. Even though when you are angry, he doesn't take it against you and say that I'm going to know. But what will you gain saying that you are angry with God? You are talking about the judge of the whole earth. Seven billion people shouting his name in different ways. Some of them don't know him, but he listens to all. Because his causes is great, great rain to shine, to fall on everybody. He is the God of the whole earth, but he is the father of Christians. Only Christians can call him father. Isn't that wonderful? That alone puts us in another class.
Because through our Lord Jesus Christ, we have a father. And we can say, Abba, Father. And when you say, Father, he hears. There is no Christian that says, Father. I mean, those of you that are married, it's very easy to illustrate. You understand this very well. Sometimes your son is saying something. You are hearing it, but you are not responding. And it's like that when we pray at times. Praise the Lord. Glory to God. Let the world. Oh, I like that song. Let the world see Jesus in your eyes. Let the people in your office know Jesus through you. Let the people in your next your neighbors know Jesus through you. Thank you for listening to the teaching. We believe you have been blessed. Worship with us at David's Court, number 25 Mojidi Street, off Towing Street, Ikeja, Lagos. On Sundays, our first service starts by 8 a.m. and our second service by 10 a.m. While our midweek service starts by 7 p.m. on Wednesdays. Go and do great things. God bless you.